Yeah, and I think that one of the things that's really interesting here, and, and you know, when you look at the, there a lot of the numbers that are in here, this gives people a starting point to say this is this is where we need to start from. I'll give you an example: fifty eight percent of respondents disagree or strongly disagree when asked if they're satisfied with the EMS mental health services provided by their agency. And I think that that is very telling that, you know, there are changes that have to be made. So me as an EMS leader now, when I look at this, I've got to say, well, if 58% of my workforce thinks that we don't have good EMS mental health services, Mm -hmm. I've got to do something to change that. But let me go ahead and ask you this question, Kelly, because this is something that, you know, I think was uh, really telling that one of the things that this document stated was there's a reluctance to use EAP when it's available. Now, I know that you and I have discussed that maybe talking to our peers or maybe talking to our leaders may bring a little bit of stigma with that. But how about somebody who's trained in the business like EAP? And I can remember that when we were going through the Ferguson crisis where that happened in 2014, every morning we had a briefing with the folks that were coming on to talk to them about you know what happened the night before, what could they expect that day. Mm-hmm. But we also had EAP available. And one of the things that I noticed very quickly was nobody was sitting down with those folks to to you know uh, share their feelings or maybe to get those things out and one of the ways that i i asked people to to sit with them was to say you don't know how your partner's going to react in this situation maybe you can ask them how they how you can help them but yeah. pe- people who are trained to do this like EAP why are we still failing to get in with these professionals and talk about our challenges do you think it's still the stigma yeah Oh yeah, there's still the stigma, you know, and, uh, and I'll remind you of the story, uh, from the cop and paramedic in Tennessee who, who, you know, broke down crying telling me the story about the little girl, he, uh, the, the murder victim he tried to save, you know, set him up for EAP and, and do a, a CISD. And his words were, uh, I ain't going to that. I ain't talking in front of those people. I'll work with those people, you know, and there's, there, there's still the worry that you will be looked at as different and weak, uh, and it's prevalent in, in a lot of MS agencies, but it's getting better. It's getting better. That, that, you know, that one statistic, uh, that really jumped out at me is that, uh, when asked if, uh, if they were comfortable discussing mental health issues with their colleagues, uh, the answer was about, uh, evenly split. It was about 53 to 47%, something like that, pretty much evenly split down the middle. Um, I don't think that number would have been even close to evenly split five or 10 years ago. Uh, I think it's getting safer to talk about and it'll get safer to talk about in the future. 